It's the next level. You need a plan. I want to be on the radio. He wants to be on radio. But to be on the radio, you have to have a voice. You have to have some verbal ability. You hardly ever say a word. I talk. This is ridiculous. I don't understand. You need to grow up. Is that Pat? No way. Oh man, I love that guy. We'll put no more tears on the label. But it does make you cry. I know. Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the Melting Pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the Melting Pack. Here's your host, Pat Joplin. Alrighty, well, thank you, Jerome. Hey, friends, welcome to the show, the Melting Pad here on the Next Level Network. How we doing? How's it going? Happy New Year. We okay? Everybody good? Yes, I know. Magically, things are not going to get better just because the calendar says 2021. But a lot of people like to use this as a time to, uh, you know, restart, refresh, maybe reinvent themselves even. I was going to make a joke in poor taste. I'm going to leave it alone. Uh, Today on the show, oh boy, we might sound a little bit different. So what I did... um, Gear-wise, I guess, I made my own, uh, because my pop filter is great. Like, I got it on Amazon years ago for, like, 10 bucks, or eBay, I guess. And it's great. Like, it really helps. It makes it sound better, I think. Uh, But the problem is, the microphone diameter is about two inches, two and a half inches. The pop filter is six inches. So, it was just making, like, if I needed to check something quickly on the show with the recording or whatever, or I don't know if I, it just, it was in the way it was blocking the monitor. And I like to check my levels throughout the show just to make sure that we're doing okay. Cause apparently that's not part of Jerome's job. So no, it's fine. Um, so I tried this, uh, Jill gave me an old pair of nylons there. And cause that's all it is. That's all really a pop filter is, is just nylon and, you know, stretched across a thing and, uh, screwed onto the mic stand. So it sounded okay when I tested it. Uh, we shall see or hear. Uh, you may not even hear this part because, well, I'm doing this on Tuesday just in case. Suck as holiday week and all that. But uh, also, again, the benefit of recording early is that if I screw it up or don't like it, I can do it again and no one will ever know but me. All right. So on the show today, not a bunch because our interview with No Shade. It was uh, <laughs> it was a little on the long side, not in a bad way, but I decided uh, let's not really pack the show with other stuff because the interview is the bulk of it, right? So we do have a game of the week in the NFL, and it's week 17, so we will get to that. We're talking playoffs, playoffs, and um, yeah, we got some baseball news as well. That's all after the interview and the song. So if you don't like sports, well, you skip after the song as uh, as I usually let you do, all right? So there you go. So uh, the other day, I got to sit down and have a chat with No Shade. And yes, I have to yell the name because it's in all caps. So you have to do it too if you tell people about this. And uh, (laughs) 
we had a conversation about songwriting, about, um, geez, all kinds of stuff. Now that I'm thinking about it, I haven't edited it yet. And uh, I know we talked about songwriting. We talked about how he got his name. We went uh, in all different directions, and it was really fun. And, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. We're also playing a song from his new EP. Um, let me think here. We didn't write this part down, Jerome, did we? No, we didn't. Uh, I Am No Shade is his social media stuff. I think that's at least Instagram and Twitter. And the EP is called Broken Down. We're playing a song from it. Uh, but that'll come at the end. So, uh, yeah, the other day I got to sit down with No Shade. And here is that conversation. Again, uh, he appears courtesy of 258PR. So check them out. Do they have a tagline I'm supposed to read? No? All right. Well, 258PR.com for all of your PR needs. Go do the thing. Hope is wonderful. And she set this up. So here is me. And uh, do I have to yell the name again? No, you got it. So here we are doing the thing. Yeah, I never, uh, first person shooters generally aren't my thing. I mean, there's GoldenEye, and that's, uh, that's about it for oh, me. Classic, <laughs> classic. <laughs> Nothing better than GoldenEye. Yeah, especially, I mean, now we can't do it now, but, you know, you get some buddies over and just start going in on the multiplayer. Oh, man. Yeah, that was, those were the days. Mine's still hooked up. So whenever you come down to the Philly area, you're more than welcome. Oh, get some golden eye going. Let's definitely do that for sure. Whenever we can do that. So I'm thinking at least 2022 at the earliest. Yeah, yeah that's that's what it's looking like. Who knows? I don't know. My wife works at a hospital, so maybe I think she's getting the vaccine soon. Oh, awesome. That's amazing. But I don't know that they're testing it because she's, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four months pregnant. So wow! I don't I don't know that they've tested it. On thank you, our first kid. Uh, it's utterly horrifying. Yeah, I'm sure that's that's insane though. Amazing. It's exciting too, but utterly terrifying. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, so I don't know what her deal is with getting the whole thing, but as long as I don't know, I'm not. I'm working from home. I don't go anywhere. So this is for an introvert who just likes to talk behind a desk. This is like the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, we probably could have just started there, but let's maybe we could do something a little more official. Maybe I'll throw that in at the end, a little bonus clip talking about Call of oh, Duty. Oh, word, awesome. Baby making, I don't know. Um, or not. I, don't, I won't keep you too long. I don't have a lot of questions. <laughs> no, nah, it's all good. Partly because uh, it's a lot of work on the back end. That's really the main thing. Because the more I try to ask, the more I have to edit later. So... <laughs> <laughs> Also, oh, you could say whatever you want. Uh, you may be censored by the Super Mario coin effect, coin sound. So oh, that's my favorite sound effect. So all I, good. Don't, I don't know if that helps or hurts. Some people enjoy it. Some people try to back off. Don't don't uh, don't hold back. <laughs> awesome. So uh, I'm a musician myself, and so yeah, we're gonna start here. It's gonna be awkward. Um, this <laughs> is we're gonna no awkward. We're gonna do great. All good. <laughs> this is gonna be. Maybe I'll find a way to shoehorn what we were talking about at the beginning. because <laughs> I think it's all recorded. I don't know. Um, so I'm a musician myself. I'm a better, I like to think I'm a better podcast host than musician. So I don't know what that says. But anyway, uh, so I'm always interested in hearing how people's songs come together. Like, do you, so how do you put together a song? Do you start with music? Do you have a guitar riff or a, even like a bass riff? Do you start with lyrics? Do you, Pull out, pull out your phone and, and make like a voice memo 
sound uh, melody with your mouth? How's it work? Yeah, it's so it's so funny you say that because it's it is kind of always different. I I'd like to say that there's that there's a method. It's kind of a mixture. Like my first ever song was like just a voice memo on my phone. Like that I I ended up I pulled up like a Logic project, and I was just like, oh, this will work. And I I honestly was just like screwing around with a buddy like at the time when I started doing like the whole no shade thing, I was just producing for friends. Like I had like a bunch of friends that were rappers and like just trying to like, they didn't really have recording gear. So that was kind of just the move was to like, Oh, like let's hit up CJ, like, you know, make a song. And I didn't have any plans on like doing music, but I figured like, why not just try if I already had voice memos. So me and a friend of mine, we just like came up with a beat and, like that's how that's how No Shade started, but I de- I definitely would say as the songs progressed, like there were different ways to start making the songs. Like some of them will start off as a guitar riff, some of them will just start off like as a sample. Like uh, my song Go, I was on this this website called Splice. It's great for like royalty free samples stuff like that. And I just I heard I heard one of them. It's just like a girl that goes Go. I'm like oh that's so sick like. <laughs> that's gotta go in a song so yeah it's it's just always different you know i was wondering who that was if that was a person or if you pulled that from from something so thanks for clearing that up oh yeah <laughs> yeah that was a uh that was a sample i've i've used some samples i try not like i try to be as original as possible i want my songs to reflect who i am and like you know what kind of music i came from obviously like there's so many influences like that i you know that i pull from literally things you wouldn't even think like i big carlos santana fan so like i try to put in like like you know some guitar licks that are of that nature and you know like i i try to throw a little bit of spice from like everything but i still try to keep it as original as possible i don't want people to be able to be like oh he sounds like that or he sounds like that like yeah that's cool but at the same time like it should just be like a collection of of everything that i am Plus, then you don't have to worry about paying someone for uh, rights usage yeah. or anything like that. So that that, that's definitely. helpful, too. Yes. Yeah, I am a little familiar with Splice because they're included in uh, Soundtrap. I don't know if, you're, yes. if you've heard of that. I just heard about Soundtrap. I heard they're pretty good, too. I've been making uh, songs on Twitch for a couple weeks, and it's been super fun. Is it easy? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I've had very little trouble figuring out... Uh, how to put things together. The cool thing about Soundtrap is like, once you start with a, say a drum beat, it will then suggest things for you like guitar, bass, whatever, that are in the same key as what you've started with. So it'll kind of try to put the song together for you so you don't have to do a whole lot of digging. That is the most convenient thing I've like ever heard of. Like I wish every <laughs> single program did that. That's amazing. Might have to get on some, some Soundtrap. I'll send you a link. I got two months free of premium. I can do that for you as soon as we're Ooh, done here. Let me, I'll look definitely, it up. Definitely send yeah. that link. I am, <laughs> I am with that. And then I'll be, I'm usually on Fridays on Twitch making music. So if you want to jump in. Yes, that's we can. Sure. I think yeah. we can collaborate. I've never, uh, I that's haven't awesome. found anybody to try that with yet. So if you're interested, we could definitely make that happen. That would be awesome. Yeah. Oh man, no shade in the melting pad. Make it some sweet sounds. This, oh, yeah. see, got to put the hustle in. Look at that. <laughs> Oh man, that is fantastic. So I've, I don't think I've ever had anybody on the show 
who has done like screaming or, or growling or anything of that nature vocals um, in their songs. You know what? I will give you full disclosure. Unfortunately, it is not, it is not me that does the screams. It is a very good friend of mine. He is incredible. His name is Justin McLaughlin, incredible vocalist, like just absolutely insane. He came over like when I was working on the EP and he was like, oh, like, do you want to try some screams? And I was like, oh, that'd be awesome. He like literally pulled them out of nowhere. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's definitely staying in the song. He doesn't have any music out. I would have totally been like, I mean, I think he has a band. I'm, I'm not sure, but we're definitely collaborating more. But I wish it was me, though. I, I wish I was that good at screaming. Oh, well, that, that torpedo is my follow-up question, but it's good we got a shout-out to a buddy. That that works, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was going to ask, like, how do you, how did you learn how to do it? How do you not kill your voice? But it's not you, so you can't. <laughs> he taught me a little bit. He was telling me, like, like, there's a lot of it that's, like, involved in the throat. He showed me like the I, I I think he was showing me like a like a YouTube video of like how to do it and there's there's like a lot of people that like they they they'll call it like unclean vocals or like distorted vocals whatever the term they use like I you know so not everyone says screaming but apparently like it's not just yelling into a microphone like it's there's like an involved process and I wish you could I wish you could have seen like how he did it when we recorded it I wish I would have like filmed him doing it because it was just the most surreal thing to watch like it was crazy he was just like he got up in the mic like he did his thing it sounded like screaming but it wasn't as loud as you would think and then obviously with like the logic magic i kind of mixed it well and, and made it sound a little bit more evil and demonic than it was i put there's a plugin i use a lot called um little altar boy very commonly used i'd say like in all genres of music but especially like Billie Eilish. I don't know if you listen to any of her stuff. She does like that demon voice kind of thing where you just layer it with like an octave below. I use it on like all the time on my vocals too, but it just worked so well for the screams. I added a little bit of distortion, a little bit of delay. And I was just like, wow, like this is Satan just like screaming into my mic. That's crazy. <laughs> Man, we're getting really inside baseball from the producer side of it. Yeah. I love this. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I dabble. I'm not going to say I'm a producer, but I, I'm working on my own thing. And it's uh, it's hard. It's a lot of work. It's a oh, lot of sure. like, how am I actually going to get this timing? Like, I started working on an album when I was 19 mm -hmm. and I'm 32 and it's not done yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a lot of like off and on, you know, you go to college, you, you know, get married, all that stuff. But uh, it's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that goes into it that a lot of people probably don't even think of. Yeah. But yeah, for the screaming, sorry to put myself over on no, that. No, 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 that uh, was, that, I, I'm so glad to hear it. For, from what you say about the album is is what the EP felt like. I felt like I've aged 20 years, like in the process of this, it's taken forever. <laughs> so did you do all of the, all of that mixing and, and all that stuff yourself? The mixing was done by me. I actually like, I don't know if you, if you got a chance to hear like the, the two songs alone and suffice I had put out earlier this year. I like now I look at them as like demo tracks, but um, like I had already wrote and released those songs, but they were nowhere near to the quality of, of I mean, not to like be like, oh, I, I'm so much better and like I'm amazing. I just mean like from a standpoint of uh, it's just all, like you can hear the difference. Well, better relative to 
to what you thought from before, right? Yeah. So like when I had originally put out those songs, they were kind of meant as just like, I want to put these songs out. I didn't take them as serious as I do now because No Shade is definitely a little bit more established than it was before. But um, when I had originally recorded those songs, they were just like very simple, like tracks, like they weren't, they didn't have a lot going on, especially mix wise. I didn't really invest into them either. Like I had just pretty bare bones plugins for logic. I was just using what I had. I was recording with my guitar. And then the first song that I had like wrote that I kind of took serious was that stay too long song. And I had like, I had just bought like a, a couple new plugins and stuff like that. And I wrote that song like a while ago, but I just, I spent so much time on it. And I just realized I'm like, if I'm going to spend this much time on it, I want it to sound right. I want it to sound like how I, like if, you know, if I was listening to this, I'd be like, damn, this is, this is crazy. So I would listen to a couple of my favorite records. Like at the time on repeat, it was mainly like sleeping with sirens, a lot of like early Pierce the Veil stuff, um, just stuff with like really big mixes. I was, I'm still really into bring me the horizon. They're like one of my all time faves. But yeah, I just like, I listened to stuff with like really big mixes. I kind of just sat there and analyzed my songs. It was like, how can I get my song to sound like this? Actually, Bring Me the Horizon put out like a video series of like them producing their their newest album. And I was like, oh, I gotta like, I really have to copy everything they do. So like just sitting <laughs> there, like making sure all my stuff sounded exactly like to where, like to the standard that I wanted to. Um, I was using like, a pretty crappy drum plugin before and like I had gotten a newer one and it just oh my god it like that I think would I, I would say transformed the new stuff so I I took a lot of time I like refined the way I mix stuff and I would say it's completely different from how I used to and then after that once my mixes were like you know decent enough I was like you know what now I'm gonna spend the extra money I got my stuff mastered and as soon as I got those masters back I was, I was sitting in, in the break room at my job. I just popped in my AirPods and was like, oh, I got the masters back. And I just put on my AirPods and I lost my mind. Like I wanted to cry, like listening to these songs. Like it was just such a completely like, like something I never thought my songs would ever sound like. And I just, just sat there. I'm like, oh my God, No Shade is finally legit. Like this is crazy. So you finally found your, I guess, what you thought the songs would be this is what yeah. this is what you're listening to now this is what we're hearing 100% i think at least for like like alone and suffice were they were recorded very quickly and those were the first those were one of the first to be recorded for the ep cuz they were already written and it was easy to translate into just like the new mixing style so to hear from how they used to be to how they are now is like wow like i net like i never thought they were gonna sound like that so i'm definitely proud of those but with the newer songs like comeback that one was like i would say came out the most naturally like comeback was comeback was written with a with a friend of mine his name is finn um i was chilling in his room and i was talking to him i was so upset i was like man like why can't i write anymore like everything i do just comes out like the sounding the same like i was i was doing like welcome to my life <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> like, are, are we we're, we're in the we're in the same thing here man like, I'm, I'm, I'm running into relatable. that too i'm so glad it's relatable because 
when I had done all the songs that I had done previous, like they like what the writing style would start like, oh, we'll get like an ambient sample and like put some trap drums and then then it gets big. Like that's what Stay Too Long was. That's what Fading Away was. And I was like, oh, I kind of want to do something different. So what my friend Finn had said, he was like, you're not open to anything. Like, I guarantee you, if, even if you played the stupidest lick, like you wouldn't even do anything with that. And we just sat there and he's like on the guitar, like we we're both like guitars in hand. And then all of a sudden I just hear, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, oh, like, I don't know about that. Like, well, I could try it. And I got home. I like went on Logic and I, I played the lick, the dun, 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 dun. And it like, it worked a little bit. And I was like, oh, like I'll sit on it. Like, I don't know. Like I've never done anything. Like it sounds like a Mortal Kombat song. So nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I went, I went to my friend Tyler's house. Um, he's an incredible producer. He, he makes like some of the best songs I've, I've ever heard. Like mix wise, he's really good. Actually, I, I used to play in a band with him and like, it's just a really good friend of mine. So I went to his house. We both use this plugin called Omnisphere. Great plugin, like great synth sounds. We had the idea. We we're just like, oh, why don't we try like a synth sound for the, that intro part, the, the little lick and like go from there. So there was this preset called Gargantua. It's this crazy sounding, like just huge. It sounds like something like out of either like a video game or like the newest Bring Me the Horizon record, but it just sounded huge. It's like, wow, 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 wow. Like almost like dubstep. And I just looked at him. I'm like, holy like this, like it sounds huge. And then I'd like, I had Siri. I like went on my phone and I had Siri say the word jump just to make it more like uh, suspenseful. And I just went on his little mic and I like, I had Siri say jump. And I was like, oh my God, like this is crazy. And then it turns into that whole like metalcore song. And I, I, that was like, just crazy to me. That whole process. I went from like, not wanting that lick at all to like, damn, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> It's kind of crazy how like a fresh set of eyes and ears can bring so much to a song like you started with a thing that's like yeah i don't know and then somebody else is like no what if we try it this way yes and then one all of a sudden it blows up yeah yeah i i completely agree with that i honestly there's no way that that song could have been what it is without like with my friend tyler with my friend finn with my friend justin like without that there's no way that song would have ever like been anything so like kudos to them sorry for like all the shout outs but for real like they <laughs> no. they transformed that song no way man uh, name drop away i love it <laughs> so yes any musicians out there struggling with a song with a lick with a, anything play it run it by somebody else who's also a musician work together with somebody and it can turn into something awesome hell yeah hell yeah i will forever maintain that i became a better guitar player once i started just playing in a group like we had yeah. a group in college and we just like i'm still not very i'm still not great but i like sitting around with a group of people like oh what if i try this this way or no play this in in this way and you'll be able to go that and i'm like oh oh wow all right well yeah, all right so you learn by you know from other people helping you out don't uh definitely don't close yourself off in that way otherwise just you'll be like me stuck on random stuff <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm i'm still stuck on a lot so don't worry you're not the only one <laughs> still can't get that sweet picking down that that is that's forever oh, going to be like in the list of like things to not try still because 
I, I, I can't get that down. That whole sweet picking thing, crazy to me. No matter how many YouTube videos you watch and people slow it down and zoom yeah. in, it's like, yeah, my hands can't do that. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it, lo- it looks like a spider. Like, I can't, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know what to do. It looks like a spider. <laughs> yeah, but like their fingers, they look like they look like spiders when you do sweet picking. It's crazy to me. Yeah, there are many things about guitar, even like video, like I watch people do, I mean, unrelated to music, but like watch people do big combos and Tony Hawk on Twitch oh, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, all right, this guy ripped off like 2 million. I'm sitting here struggling to get 500,000. I'm like, all right, well, you know what? Maybe it's just not for me. <laughs> I feel yeah, that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm just not there. <laughs> That's all right. That's why I do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, so I'm glad that you brought up the song alone as we're going through here, because that's the one we're going to play. And I mean, you won't hear it, but everybody else will. So I want to know all of, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but I want to know like, how did it come together? You mentioned you wrote it um, some time ago. It was like an older song, but how did you sit down and, and kind of work this out? Did you pick up your phone and go wah, 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 and like make a weird sound with your mouth and get it together? I don't know what, whatever you do. Uh, so, so how did it, <laughs> how did this one come together? Alone was like, I was, I don't know, like not to get TMI, I was like in like a dark place for alone. So like that song would like, I feel like that song definitely took me out of like a lot of hard stuff in my life, which was awesome. But at the same time, like that was a point in my life where like, I didn't even know if No Shade was even going to be a thing. I was like really contemplating on just like giving up the whole music thing. I, I played in bands before and like, you know, I like I've been doing music since I was like a kid, like literally since I could pick up like a guitar hero controller is like when I started doing music. So alone to me was, it didn't take long for it to come along, but it was definitely like a weird way that it came about. Cause that was just one of those songs where like, I'm just practicing guitar, just doing stupid licks and like the do, 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 do. And I like, I never, if, especially if it's rock music, like never, usually go to that approach um but it's it's so funny because a recent um article that was written about broken down like when they reviewed it they said that alone gave off like dark ariana grande vibes and it's so funny because like i like not like i'm the hugest ariana grande fan but definitely her music is awesome and like i'm pretty sure that at the time that i wrote alone like I was probably like listening to an Ariana Grande record. Um, I was going to say, don't you lie to me. <laughs> don't you dare lie to me about your Ariana Grande fandom. I know you watched Victorious. Don't oh yeah, for sure. That's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was just like, I don't know. I, I, I didn't think that writing a lick like that was going to get me anywhere, but I was like, oh, we'll try to like give it what, like I always call it the no shade treatment. Like you put trap drums and 808s and then you like turn it into like a metalcore song. Like that's what it is. There was, there was a band I used to be really into called Palisades and they're, they're just insane. Like it, they're, they're definitely more on like the, like they're a little heavier than what I normally do. The guy's got a great voice. He, they have a, I'm pretty sure they have a screamer too, but um, they're, more on like that metalcore kind of like i don't know like it's much more riffy than what i do and like they're like they're probably in like drop c tuning like doing crazy stuff i'm just doing whatever but um 
I was really into them. And a couple of their songs that I was listening to at the time had like a soft feel in the beginning and would turn into something heavy. So I was like, oh, I'll try that. Like, why not? Because my only song before that was just, uh, it was called Drama. That was like that one that I was doing with the rapper um, that I was just kind of messing around with. So Alone was only like my second song. And I figured like, why not? Like if it's going to have like a trap beat, it's going to have 808s, like keep the vocal line like simple, like top melody simple. If there's a lot going on with the beat. So I like, I just sat there. I listened to that. Dun, 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 dun. I'm like, okay, this is cool. And I sat there. I'm like, I don't know how to come at this. Like, even though it's got to be simple. And I just like, I sat at the mic. I was literally in my chair. I was like, I fall again. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And I kept it going. Like I freestyled, like I want to say like at least 60% of that chorus, like was just, was freestyle. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, it, it's, it's so crazy. Cause I, like at the time I, I didn't have it like a notebook or anything. Like I was just kind of just going in my notes app, but that was completely freestyled. And then I turned it into like that heavy song. Like I threw in the, like the live drums in there. And I like, I was like, oh, let me yell this part. Like I want to do like loud, high vocals. And I, I threw that part in there. Um, still copying that same like simple melody, but just beltier. And then after that, I had no clue at all what to do for a chorus. So I was like, oh, let me just have it ring out. So the all alone after that, the I have it so that the reverb, like it just blooms like it like it sounds like it's like in a cave, then you've like, it sounds like I'm alone. Like that's the whole point. I'm like, how do I come at it at like after this? So simple drum beat after that, just pretty much like the progress of the song as you hear it is how I wrote it. There was no like, oh, and then we'll just throw the chorus back there. Like I just kept going naturally and recorded it like that. It was insane because I had never like written a song like that, like from start to finish. Like it was always like, okay, I'll come at this piece like after and like, I'll write a little bit of this. Like, like it never goes in like sequential order. Like it never goes like that. So it was crazy to me. And I was, I was like just sitting in my room. Like the song was like going all right. I was like, wow, this is like coming together like quicker than I thought. And then like, it was time for the breakdown. I had no clue what to do. The original one, it is a curse word. It's like, like right before it happens, it's like, Hug. and I was like, oh, like, that's <laughs> cool. But the new version, it's a funny story. I, I feel, I feel bad for telling this, this, this feels a little shady for me to say there is no shade intended. Of course, that's my name. So no shade. Yeah, intended, no, but, no shade, bro. No shade, bro. Um, I did used to play in a band. There's no shade towards this band at all. They're really cool guys, like nothing really against them. Um, once I started doing the No Shade stuff, he was kind of on his own too, the lead singer. And I had put out that song alone. And shortly after that, he did put out a song that sounded exactly like my song. Like top melody was like way too similar. It could have completely been coincidental. Like I said, No Shade, like, at all i'm not i'm not that dude but i was like oh you know what like instead of putting in that curse word right before the breakdown like why don't i just put in something stupid and i got on my mic and i was just like 
wait, his song sounds like mine. And I like have it slow down. And that's where that came from. Well, I, uh, <laughs> um, I, do you want me to throw shade on, on your behalf? <laughs> you can go for it. Like, how dare you, sir? How dare you steal that song? <laughs> it, I don't, I mean, it could have been coincidental. The other thing is like, and I mean, I'm sure he's, he's not listening to this. I, I, I don't think he, I oh, mean, thanks. <laughs> no, no, I'm no. Joking. I, I, <laughs> I mean, like if anything, he would try, he would probably try to avoid anything involving me right now. Um, and I did not mean to like have bad blood with him at all, but um, too late. If anything, like I'm sure, I'm sure it could have been coincidental, but he was like one of the top listeners on that song. Like on SoundCloud, you can look at your top listeners, and for yeah. that song alone, he was like one of the top listeners. So he did like, it on purpose. Oh, like I don't know. He did it on purpose. Like, yeah, like I don't. He, know. he definitely <laughs> did it. He he knew it was going to blow up. He knew that one day you're going to be on a podcast, and that that was going to be the favorite of the host, and. You were gonna, they were gonna play it, and yeah, he did it. He did it on purpose. He knew. Well, you know what? There you go. There's, there is the shade. There has been shade. <laughs> I should change my name now. There, it shouldn't be no shade. It should be that, like, no, no. there has been shade. No, 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 no. You, you keep your name. You didn't throw the shade. I did. Do you know how I got the name No Shade? I do not. I'd like to hear it though. Oh my God! This is, this is, it's more shade. I'm so sorry. I'm giving you all oh. the juicy details. But, yes, please do. Um. I was dating this girl. She was like, she was really cool. Like, again, no bad blood against her. Like, like awesome person. Like, I will never, I will never like say anything bad because there, there's nothing like, you know, I don't hate anyone. I, I don't have any hatred towards any of these people. Like, they're all good people. Um, I was dating this girl. I had broke things off and like, not the nicest way, but like, still, I knew I had to do it because like, my life was was not where I wanted it to be, and I was not happy, so I had to cut things off. And I felt bad that I did it, but like I knew it's what I had to do. And a friend of mine who was like following one of her like what they call a Finsta page, um, it's just like a like an Instagram page where like they put like spam kind of posts, like just dumb crap about like what's going on with their day and stuff. And she found a picture of me on. I think it was like Tinder or Bumble or something. Like it was like a picture of me, like on a dating site, which like, who cares? Like this was like months and months after like I broke things off. Like I, if I, if anything, I most likely had that account like as a joke, but whatever. Like, so she found me and like, she posted the picture of me on the dating app, which first of all, like number one, you were on that dating site too. Like, <laughs> Like you, you, I don't think you're understanding. Like you are outing yourself. You are on that dating site too. So whatever. Two, the whole caption was like completely bashing, like what I was wearing. I was like wearing AirPods and stuff and my Apple watch. And like, I had recently got a job at Apple and like, I, like she thought that I was like trying to flex that. I didn't, I honestly like, I didn't care much, but at the end she was like, she was like, yeah, like he looks like an idiot, but no tea, no shade, LMAO. I was like, oh, you're not like, that's not throwing shade. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? I am no shade. Like, like I am going to be like, that is me. I am no shade. Like I knew like, that's what I should make my, my artist name. Cause that was like the only thing that had like worked at the time. Like, I just thought it was funny and cool. Like no shade. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's funny too. Cause the last thing like she had ever texted me was like, she's like, I hope you're happy with yourself. Cause I've finally broken down. And that like, that is broken down as the EP. Like she, like she went off and that like, I'm going to put like all those bad feelings and like, just put it into my art. Like, I mean, now, like looking back at it, I could care less. Like I'm not really affected by that anymore, but it definitely was like the place I was in writing the music. So like, I want, like I'll keep it a part of the music, but it's, it's not me anymore, but yeah, it was definitely like very weird situation that like, you know, you just have to like overcome. Man, that is, uh, that's a lot. It's funny how like when people try to bash like, oh, look at this guy on Tinder or wherever. Like, yeah, you kind of have to be on there to know that that's there. <laughs> exactly. So it's, like, it's like, you're not, like you're trying to take this moral high ground, but you're not really, you know, presenting yourself in the best position like you think you are. It's so I funny. hope she listens. I hope she hears this. Yeah, me too. Me too. And, and the other guy who stole your song. The girl who stole your Tinder picture and the guy who stole your song. I hope they listen. I hope I hope they're there. I was gonna say something mean, but I don't know them, so it's fine. I hope they feel the last of the shade that there ever was, because there is no shade. There's no shade anymore. Here's the ultimate. What if they're together? Oh, they're they're not. But uh, it's so funny because the I'm pretty sure. I mean, I think I don't know. Just from like what have friends, what my friends have told me. Um, her new boyfriend was like a, he was like a huge fan of the the band I used to be in, which is, it's just cool. Like he, he's an awesome dude too. Like, again, like no shade against him. I, I've met him. Like I went to high school with him, like really cool dude, really nice, like funny guy, like awesome guy. Um, he makes music now. And the dude who like stole my song, he produces for him. Oh, like it's oh, all well, then. It's, it's all full circle. Like everything in my life is just like, it's so full circle like that. Man. All right. So like a year from now, I'm going to have to do an episode where I take a dump on you or <laughs> something unrelated. So we can add another wrinkle to your next record. How's that sound? <laughs> you're funny, man. You are you're a funny dude. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Uh, yeah. Did not know we were going to get so deep into the woods with all that stuff, but I'm glad we did. Wow. <laughs> on everything, on, you know, producing record and getting the name and all that stuff. It like the best stuff can come from the worst periods of time in your life, right? Like the cool, like comedy is tragedy plus time, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm glad you got to hear it too. Cause like, I don't know. I, I never really get the opportunity to like talk about this stuff, like besides like to my friends and whatever, but you know, it's just like, it's, it's history. It's like, what's happened. It's how I got here. And like, now I'm here. Like, this is awesome. Consider me your therapist. I'll send you a bill. <laughs> <laughs> no, well now it's recorded. So I'd have to pay taxes on it. So never mind. <laughs> Can't be like, send me a gift on PayPal. No. Anyway, <laughs> um, I do have one more question for you after we do the song. Uh, but dude, thanks for doing this. This was fantastic. Oh, thank you so much. You're, you're awesome, man. This is like, this is a great experience. A gr wow. That's just the second person in a row to say that had a great experience. I got to mark this down. Where are we? December 22nd. We got to write this down. Somebody Where's else had a Yelp? great experience on the Yelp show. going on. <laughs> I had a great experience. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend to a friend. <laughs> 
leave a nice review. How about that? I don't know. I don't like to hawk for reviews or subscribe or whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, but we're going to play a song from the new record. Again, it is called Broken Down. That's the record. The song we're playing is Alone. Stick around after the credits for the bonus question. But for now, no shit. Oh, wait. Uh, it's in all caps. So do I have to yell it when I say it? Yes. Have to. Yell. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. No. Hang on. I can do that. All right, so this is the song from his new record, Broken Down. The song is called Alone. It's No Shade here inside the Belting Pad on the Next Level Network. There you have it. The song is called Alone. The record is called Broken Down. It's out now. It's no shade here inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. I did not listen to the song in that time that you had because I don't have that time. I'm uh, just about at the end of my uh, lunch break here. So I... <laughs> so my bad if that sounds weird, but many thanks to, uh, to No Shade and to 258PR for the connection. 
That was super fun. Uh, so go check him out. I am no shade uh, at most of the places. It'll all be in the show notes at TheMeltingPat.com. All right, so there we go. We got the thing. We did it. Uh, one of the most fun interviews I've ever done, just because it went in all different directions. And, you know, when I sit down to do an interview, I have you know, my standard boilerplate. Oh, we're going to our hot plate soon. Don't you worry. We're all hungry. Uh, my standard stuff. And then who knows where it goes after that. Sometimes it just sticks to the script. Sometimes we go off on all kinds of wild places. And that was one of those. And it was really fun. So there you go. Thank you very much, everybody who set that up. All right. Now, if you do not like sports, this is your time to uh, get on out of here. My thanks for hanging out today. I hope you're doing well, and I hope that uh, your resolutions last at least till the end of the month. How's that? No? All right. Next week, what happens? I have no idea. I really don't, because again, for me, it's Tuesday, so who knows what's going to happen between now and, uh, and when you hear this. So in any case, for the rest of us, we got some sports, we got some baseball news. We'll end with that. So... We will uh, kick off this part of the show. How about that for a pun? That's bad. NFL Week 17. We have, oh boy. So, full disclosure, this was going to be Cardinals at Rams because both of them are playing for a playoff spot, I believe. But then Jared Goff got hurt. And so uh, the, the Rams have a backup quarterback. So uh, I decided let's not do that. Let's instead turn our lens to the dumpster fire that is the NFC East because, uh, well, it's still up for grabs because uh, all the teams are awful. But in any case, Dallas Cowboys at New York Football Giants is our pick for this week. And uh, let me lay out for you the scenarios for each team winning the division. So the Giants win if they win and the Washington football team loses on Sunday night. The Cowboys win if they win and Washington loses or ties, or if they tie and Washington loses. All right, you got that? Washington, they win the division if they win Sunday night. So the result of this game may not have any bearing on the division. We don't know that, but I figured I'd rather highlight two teams with something left to play for than the other two. All right, and Washington can also win the East if they tie and Dallas loses or ties. So it's a mess. It's gross. The division is terrible. The only team out of it is the Eagles who are playing Washington on Sunday night. That's why I don't want to highlight that game because uh, only one team has something to play for. And so I'd rather not do that. Uh, yeah, Washington released their quarterback also, Dwayne Haskins. Um, well, he violated COVID protocols and then he finally rejoined the team. And or maybe that happened after. I don't know. He got benched in like week four because he sucked. And then maybe he violated protocols. And then he came back, I don't know, last week or two weeks ago. And uh, surprise, he sucked. So they were like, well, he doesn't follow the rules. And he's not very good. So bye. So they cut him. I have no idea who's starting for Washington at quarterback. Uh, the Eagles could play spoiler. They re realistically have nothing to play for. But if I'm the Eagles, if I'm a player on that team, I would want to make sure that the team I'm playing misses the playoffs because of me. Like, that's the kind of petty that I am. So I would want, <laughs> I would want that to be a thing. Um, speaking of the Giants and the Cowboys, the Giants just got beat up by the Ravens. Uh, Dallas beat the crap out of the Eagles. I don't know. I mean, the Ravens are better than the Cowboys, right? I mean, they went head-to-head -head this year, and the Ravens won quite handily. Um, the Eagles are not good. 
So how much stock can you really put in to each team's previous week? But I don't know, man. I kind of give the edge to the Cowboys, but just barely. Like they beat up the Eagles, yes, but the rest of the year they've kind of been not great. And the Giants got beat up by an actual good team. And so I don't know. I'm not taking into account their other head-to-head matchup because I don't know what happened. I don't remember. But uh, slight edge of the Cowboys. Oh, geez. If this is a tie, I swear to Christ. What a mess. Although that would be fitting for the NFC East. If a matchup that could determine the winner of the division ended instead in a tie, that would be the best. Um, But yes, give me the slight edge for the Cowboys. Barely. Just barely. Who the hell knows? And there's your Week 17. Um, There are a lot of other playoff scenarios, but I'd rather not sit here and talk to you about them because it was enough of a chore to look up these, to be honest with you. (laughs) So uh, there you go. Go whoever you like. I don't know. Ravens win, and they're in. That's what I really care about. So there you go. There's your NFL for today. All right, we got some baseball for you. I know I forgot to look stuff up last week, but it turns out that the stuff happened this week. So that's helpful. And again, it's Tuesday. So who knows what has happened since then in the days since. So it doesn't matter. But anyway, the Rays traded Blake Snell to the Padres. And this was kind of weird to me. I don't know. Like, I love it for the Padres because Snell can be an ace. He proved it last year. Um, If he can stay healthy, the dude is good. So I like it. He's on a cheap deal. Three years left. And... Like, for the Padres, I love it. I think it's great. They need a guy who can be their ace, who can be an ace in their staff, because Clevenger, I think, is out, and somebody else. Chris Paddock, I think, has was injured. I don't know. Anyway, um, I love it for the Padres and the second deal that they made. But for the Rays, I mean, it's kind of what they do. Like, they have these... They're a smaller market team, right? So they have these guys who get good. They're on cheap deals, and the Rays trade them to get the best possible prospect package. That's a lot of P's really testing this filter. Um, So they get the best thing they can before they have to really spend the money to pay them. And I guess, I mean, they won what 90 games the two years before last year. And they were, uh, they made it pretty far, I would say uh, in 2020. So, I mean, I guess it's working a little bit. So I I mean, I can't really fault it because they've had sustained success in a way, but It just seems really weird to not build around him instead. But anyway, they get a bunch of prospects. The Padres get an ace. And then the Padres, not to be outdone by themselves, uh, called the Cubs and said, hey, we want you Darvish. And they were like, okay. So you Darvish goes uh, to the Padres for some prospects. I have no idea who they are. Um, So it doesn't matter for my discussion. But it's weird because he was, I mean, he won the Cy Young, I believe, last year. No, I think it was Bauer. Anyway, Darvish was one of the best pitchers in the league last year. And instead of, again, trying to build around him, the Cubs were like, all right, there you go. Trying to dump his salary, get it off the books, which is weird because the Cubs, I think they have more money to spend than the Padres. I thought so anyway. So kind of a weird thing. When owners are like, oh, we can't spend all this money when they're billionaires. But I've talked about that before. So the Padres got Yu Darvish and Snell in separate trades. And I think they're just going to go all in on Trevor Bauer. I mean, Bauer has said he wants to do a one-year deal, prove prove himself, whatever. 
um, get the maximum contract for a year. So who knows? I mean, a lot of teams have been linked to talking with him where they say, oh, these, these guys would be the best fit for Trevor Bauer. I would love it if the Padres just went all in, push all the chips in the uh, middle of the table there, James Holzhauer style, and uh, go for Trevor Bauer because a rotation of Snell, Darvish, Bauer, Clevenger when he comes back, um, Chris Paddock, I think there's another guy coming up through their ranks. So that rotation is legit. Their lineup is super fun. And uh, look out. Don't sleep on the Padres. You can't after – I mean, they made the playoffs last year, and now they've gotten better. So you really can't sleep on the Padres for 2021. So go get them. I love it. Um, Phil says the Padres are doing what John Middleton said he would do, which essentially is – and Middleton, uh, owner of the Phillies, or part of the ownership group of the Phillies, he said we're going to spend stupid money, and he did. But then he was like, ah, we're not really going to do that and actually try to win. The Padres are spending stupid money and actually trying to win ballgames. So, man, good for you, Padres. uh, And we're not going to go down that road again because I already got mad at him a couple weeks ago. Middleton, not Phil. Thank you, Phil, for that quote. Um, Hope he doesn't mind I read that on the show. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, And speaking of the Phillies, Sam Fold will be their general manager. Um, He's a former player. He's been in the Phillies... uh, analytics department for i think three or four years now so he's a smart dude he's been around the team for a while it's not a you know it's not a a landmark signing or whatever landmark hire but he's a smart guy he knows the team the system um well better than an outsider would i would think and so i like the hire should be good it's better than not having anyone so so there you go Uh, he won't be a traditional gm in the sense that he will make the calls on who to trade for and sign and whatnot. He will be reporting to the new president of baseball operations, Dave Dombrowski. So kind of a weird structure. Um, maybe not weird, but unconventional or not. I don't know. I don't know how front office really works, but uh, the Phillies have a GM. So I guess what's the priority? Riamuto, right? JT? Resign? Get some pitching? I don't know what it is, but they now, it seems, have the people in place to do the thing. So no more excuses, God damn it! All right, there you go. <laughs> there you go. The Padres are not messing around. Uh, the Phillies GM news is like two weeks old. But anyway, there it is. Uh, maybe I mentioned it already. I don't remember talking about it, but that's nah, fine. So hot stove, baby. Yes, things are happening. When Bauer signs a deal, I'll let you know. Uh, hopefully it'll be somebody somewhere exciting, somewhere fun. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. That's the sports stuff. We made it. Uh, NHL's not back yet, right? No, I think two weeks they're coming back. So there you go. NBA update. Have not talked to our pal Danny Schmitz. Now we'll let him have a holiday. And we will move on from there. So we're good. That's all the stuff I have uh, for the show. My thanks to No Shade for joining me and for the tunes. Stick around after the credits to hear his answer to the all-important question. Next week, I have no idea what's happening. But I thank you for joining me today. Um, yeah, I think we're good. Oh, good. My break's almost over. We're just about done. All right, great. Perfect timing once again by me. This has been an 8.0 production, thenextlevelnetwork.com. For all of our stuff, themeltingpath.com. For all of my stuff, I'm also everywhere on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, uh, at themeltingpath. Drop me a line, tmpfanmail, gmail.com. Send a text, leave a voicemail, 209-867-7638 with your questions, comments, concerns, observations and of course 
corrections. There we go. We did all the stuff, I think, right? Yes, we did. I am very thirsty, so we're going to get to the end here. G-Love and Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. And that, my friends, is our show. All right? We're good. Awesome. (laughs) Jesus. Until next time, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. And, of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo. Could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade will be nice. Stop a spice from the top to a VK. Got a bar crop of drinks, but girls got the bait on the front porch. I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no words. Glass some ice and a dash up from the S. Martini time. Yeah, yeah, feeling cold. And bring your own beverage. It's me, so it's cold. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage, sweet, so it's cold. Cold, 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 cold. You sent me from the bar. Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Uh, Cause I'm feeling kind of poisoned. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. And a friend. Go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. What? Go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. Yo, when I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs and a big bag of ice. Didn't even get to bite, but the brew tastes nice. Back to the ball. So every deck of reason a collada. Need a whole lot of them food drinks to catch me up on the must die. I'm the cool aid. My drink, please stick it in the fridge, cause I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kinda thirsty. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Uh-huh. Alright, you're not off the hook yet. <laughs> I got one more question for you. I asked this of every guest who comes on this show, mm-hmm. and I do judge you based on your answer. Oh. Yeah, so think about this one. All right, you ready? Let's do it. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Is a hot dog a sandwich? Um, <sighs> I mean, is soup a cereal? Like... That's not the question, though. It's not the question at hand. Got to focus, man. Does the kind of bread define it? Because, like, anything else on a hot dog roll, like, is normally, like, not a sandwich. Like, I, I mean, there's there really isn't any sandwiches besides a hot dog. I mean, not saying I'm calling a hot dog a sandwich, but, like, besides 
a hot dog, like what else goes on a hot dog roll? And I think the bread like defines a sandwich a lot. Um, I would say, honestly, a hot dog is a hot dog and it's not a sandwich. Well, I'm happy to tell you that you have answered the question correctly. Way to go. I am, <laughs> I am so ecstatic right now. I almost <laughs> want to cry. I, oh my God. Thank you so much. I, I did not think that would go that well. Oh my God. And you know what? You know, <laughs> I felt like that for a while and, and I was too afraid to say it. I've, I've given my all. I've given you my honest, my honest answer. And I'm so glad it was correct. You'd be surprised how many times people try to twist it and turn it into something it isn't. That's why when you started off with, oh, it's cereal soup, like the people try to take it in different directions. But no, it's the the actual hot dog, right? When you order a hot dog, you get it on the bun, right? And the hinge of the bread separates it from other things in the breaded plus meat categories. Yeah. A sandwich, I feel like, is like between two breads, like hot dog is just like a meat in a bread you know yeah it's its own entity you see it on a menu it's hamburgers hot dogs sandwiches they're separate for a reason yeah wow oh you know what i actually have a question for you when you oh no when you you know you you know you have a bucket of chicken do you go for the drums or do you go for the flats uh man that's a good question um usually i prefer to eat all my meats boneless Good answer. Good answer. Does that but help it or, is or hurt or hurt my uh, prospects here? No, no. It's I, honestly like I normally go for boneless too, but this is just like this is a a pretty important question though. So you do you do have to go for either a drum or a flat. A drum or a flat. All right. Um, like flats are like the wing, you know, like the little the wing or like the the thigh or whatever. And the drumstick yeah. is well, you know what a drumstick is. Yeah. Um, well, generally the drumstick is saved for the head of the table mm-hmm. and that's usually never me. So I go for the flats. I think the flats are easier to eat. I think the drum has more flavor. I still prefer the flats though. And I think your answer is correct. Yeah. Oh, for going by flavor, I think, yeah, the drums have more flavor for sure. But in terms of like more meat that I'm getting per, I guess, per capita of uh, area of chicken, <laughs> I'm going for the flat. Yeah, for sure. Yes, but generally, uh, boneless chicken, boneless, whatever it is. Yeah, eating stuff off bones is too much work for me. Oh, true, true. Yeah, if I was like hunter-gatherer back in the day, I would not have survived. <laughs> You're like, do, do you actually, do you, have to, do you happen to have this boneless? <laughs> can, we, uh, can we debone this? <laughs> That's so I'm not funny. trying to get boned. <laughs> oh man i think that's a good place to stop i think we've we've done enough today and <laughs> it's it's been incredible thank you so much oh, thank you this has been awesome you've answered the question correctly we learned a lot today thanks for doing this man thank you so much